Hey everyone, what's up? It's been a while. Uh, today's podcast, uh, really, um, there's something going on with the martial arts world. Now, if you're a martial artist, you'll know what I'm talking about. If you're a martial artist, you'll definitely know mixed martial arts as opposed to, to, as opposed to traditional martial arts training and its differences. What about people who don't know? What about people who do know? Why would I even bother saying it? Well, you know, I don't think anybody is saying it. And I think a lot of people in the Chinese martial arts uh, communities are afraid to admit it, or they're afraid to be criticized for saying it. I'm of the martial arts, uh, Chinese martial arts uh, community, and I am the first, maybe, but I will be the first whether people like it or not. The fact is, mixed martial arts is a godsend for anyone in traditional martial arts training. Let me explain why. Number one, mixed martial artists are training their body, they're training their mind, and they're training their skill, their application skill. The skill to apply a martial art application, a skill to apply a bunch, a kick, a grab, a throw, a submission, or whatever. If there was a choice between, uh, you know, in the middle of a civil war, and I'll just put it to that extreme. If there was a choice between someone with mixed martial arts uh, training and someone with traditional martial arts training, I would personally choose a mixed martial artist. Straight up. Why? Because a mixed martial artist would probably maul anything in front of it. In front of him or her. While a traditional martial artist, so far of what we have seen, now there's some with great skill who just don't show up their martial application skill. And that's fine, it's personal choice, I'm sure. Um, but what we've been seeing within a minute of not even a very high or buff, uh, very buffed uh, mixed martial artist, these old-timer uh, traditional Tai Chi people are getting hammered. You know, and, and, and but the talk within the traditionalist community is that, well, mixed martial artists, they're very brutish. You know, it's like a, a barbarian attacking you. They have no, no virtue, no moral. Are you, do you know these people individually? You know, do you know mixed martial artists? Are they total? Are they total uh, jerk offs, and they don't care about the next person's well-being, or are they all for the foam at the mouth and rip anything apart from the bone? I highly doubt that. But truthfully, in war, I would want a mixed martial artist be uh, next to me fighting. Um, why is MMA a godsend for traditional martial artists? Because they actually train. And a lot of traditional martial artists train forms. And if you don't do well in your forms, well then you're not going to get the next aspect of your martial art training. Which could just be another form, or another nuance of a form, so you can be smoother, and this or that. And it's cool, look, forms do have katas. Okay, katas and forms, same meaning. Forms do have their great benefits. They do have an amazing and awesome thing to it. One, you strengthen your body through it. Two, you can condition your bones and joints and muscles and tendons through it. Okay, three, you strengthen your mind through conditioning, physical conditioning, which is excellent. With different types of um, meditation within your forms. Okay? Um, also, you can imagine someone fighting you and doing shadow boxing, which does amp up a lot of your training. I mean, you know, you can do mental training as a... Imagine fighting people, and, and it can help you a little, but it's not a 
just a little step up, you know, to give you that little edge. But still, nothing beats hands-on sparring with anyone. And and I do not mean that the traditional martial arts methodology of sparring, which is, you know, push hands for Taiji Fan or Chi Sao for Wing Chun, or push hands in Baguajang, um, you know, the various linking fists and uh, sparring sets in Xingyi Tran. Um, straight up Sanda, which is just straight up sparring, is what one needs for actual training fighting skill. So, again, like, I was just having a conversation with uh, an old Kung Fu brother of mine, and he's like, I despise the marketing and this and that of MMA, and I said, but the marketing is nothing to do with what I'm talking about. He's like, yeah, but you know, they're this and that. I said, they're human beings who want to study how to fight, and they do it every single day. The style is not the issue. I'm not putting down styles of fighting. I'm putting down training methodologies. Okay? Uh, my perspective, when I was learning martial arts, all the teacher wanted to do, especially for Wing Chun, was do Chi Sao. Chi Sao and technique training by standing in line and doing kicks, punch shifts, and doing some combination drills. It's fun, maybe a good warm-up, but in my mind, I was trying to conceive of how these techniques can actually be used, and it wasn't until I actually got into fights and I used the Wing Chun that I see my perspective of training was beneficial, okay? I advocate fighting, uh, sparring exchanges with other styles, not the same style know the same style. You do not gain benefit from fighting someone from the same style. You may get benefit from fighting someone of the same style for that specific style. You'll get benefit in that style. But you don't get benefit in actual applications training. You need diversification in movement and concept. This way, you can actually succeed. Because if you don't, you're not going to get benefits of actual, you know, like real combative martial arts training. That's what you're looking for in a martial art, aren't you? Because if you're not looking for that, then don't train a martial art. If you're looking just for strength training and, you know, lose weight, go do some cardio kickboxing. Okay? At least you learn how to throw a punch to a degree and a kick. But you get an exercise workout. That's really important. <laughs> uh, so this conversation today is really about what's been out there. Um, there's loads of videos going on around now. Uh, it's been happening since uh, Xu Xiaodong. A guy from uh, mainland China challenged a great martial artist, supposed great martial arts teacher, Tai Chi Chan, who supposedly had a whole bunch of these uh, special powers. And I'm all up for, hey, put your money where your mouth is. So the guy got his butt kicked, the Tai Chi guy, and everyone in a shitstorm of how Xu Shodong is. Oh, he's a, he has no respect for Chinese culture, he has no respect, this and that, he talks too much, and his speech is terrible, the way he talks about people, he's such a dirty mouth, and he has no honor, blah, blah, blah. Are you kidding me? I mean, these people better wake the hell up. The fact that they responded not in, oh, what happened to the Tai Chi guy? They respond to the guy who kicked his ass, saying, oh, well, you know, this guy has no respect. Who cares? The Tai Chi guy said he had a power. He can't produce his power. He's a fraud. Plain and simple. Screw this. Who, who cares if this guy has morals? And Show me the most moral person in the world. Show me. Who? Who? 
ridiculous. People cry behind theologies and cry, uh, hide behind, sorry, hide behind theories and principles and philosophy when they don't have actual skill. Isn't that sick? Isn't that twisted and demented? Like you make a mistake and then you put up some type of uh, theory or principle or idiom to hide your mistake. You can't face the fact that you were wrong. See, in my martial arts training, when I first started formal Chinese martial arts training with Wing Chun, it was strictly just, uh, you know, your form, two-person exercises, and Qi Sao uh, training. There was no real sparring. You know, I sparred with my friends, street fighting people. Okay, I learned this when I was in my early teens. I learned karate and, 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 and uh, Shotokan when I was a young, a young boy, my single digits. I didn't stick with it, but I did have that. State with that, whatever I learned from it, I used when I was getting uh, attacked in, as a teens. Who didn't get roughed up and beat up when they were in their teens? I just fought back and I kind of thought about how I can fight back better. So later on, I learned some Wing Chun. I think it is a great system. Like every fighting system is awesome. But how do you perceive these things? How are you seeing your training? Are you seeing training as well, you know, if I do my form long enough and better enough and the teacher says my form looks smooth enough, I'm going to be a great fighter. No, it is wrong. You're going to get a great, be a great fighter when you put on some gloves or you spar different people uh, from different styles. That's the only way you're going to get better. You want to get better at just training exercises like chi sao or push hands? Then just train people, same people, or see, uh, people from that style uh, in push hands. And you'll be great at push hands, but you're not going to be a great fighter. I just don't believe in that. I have not seen one person come out of only doing push-ins turn out to be a great fighter. Only do and only thinking push-ins, not thinking any way else of fighting. Okay, because push-ins is a training exercise, and chisao is a training exercise. That's all it is. Two-man drills are just two-man drills. There's no, no, there's nothing else you get from them except the various things like sensitivity development and strength training, understanding different energies and understanding how to move your body and all this cool stuff of give and take and you know. Uh, but you're not getting the thing that really matters when you're out there in the street and someone's attacking you with a bottle or a bat or something. You're not getting the, I learned how to get out of the way of a punch and punch someone in the face. That's what martial arts is training you for. If you want to train for health and wellness, it's in there. If you want to train for spiritual reasons, it's in there too. But only focus on those things if you don't want to learn to fight. Don't call it martial arts. I don't care if there was no other name for it and it was just given martial arts, but there was no actual fighting involved in it. And still, don't call it martial art. Call it a health art. Call it a health and wellness art. Call it a spiritual training art. Call it anything else but what the word martial entails. Now, if you're looking martial from a cultural aspect, then you're talking Chinese martial arts and Japanese martial arts. The word martial, the character Wu, is made up of two characters. The character for Zhi, which means to stop, and the character Ge, for a spear, weapon, right? It's a weapon, a spear. So, a weapon of war, or a weapon of fighting, a spear, and the word for stopping something. So, stopping fighting, okay? You know, you stop fighting, there's two ways you're going to stop fighting. One, be educated and healthy and you won't fall into silly uh, arguments and, and silly impulses. And the other one is someone throws a punch, you get out of the way and crack him in the throat. And that stops the other person from causing harm. <laughs> Soft, what they call, no, I'm sorry, hard compassion. Uh, that's the deal. So, yes, mixed martial artists, 
Who cares how they are as a person? Not one person on this planet is going to be an angel. You don't need to be an angel. You don't need to be this uptight, you know, quiet-looking uh, martial artist uh, emulating some kung fu movie uh, character that you know you want to make believe you're a great master. There's some people who actually have this mentality, and they are awesome people. They actually do train. They have history behind them. They're American. They're all different other nationalities, Chinese included, American included, Canadian, whatever. All over this planet, you have people with great personality, great skill. They don't talk crap on the internet. They don't talk crap like I'm talking now, only because they don't give a shit. I give a shit because I'm young and I'm still out there and this is what I do. So it's horrible to see that what I do, that the people who do the martial arts that I practice, practice them, they're getting their asses handed to them. And it's sad and it's horrible that nobody's waking up or these people aren't waking up saying, let me get out of my box here and re re reconfigure my martial arts style. You know, if I stay within the confines of my style, am I going to get my ass kicked too? And the only way you're going to learn is if you go out there and try it with another person's style. It's the only way you're going to learn and I advocate going out and doing that. And you do it on nice, you know, nice terms. You do it on nice, you call somebody and say, hey, um, you know, you don't know me, and, and I just want to get better at my martial arts. Do you mind if we met, uh, had some coffee, get to you know, spar? I'm looking for a sparring partner, and maybe you could use a sparring partner. Uh, I could definitely use a sparring partner, and then I here to break heads. We're just here to, you know, rough each other up, better our skills. What do you say? If you call like 10 people, you probably hit one or two. I'll be like, yeah, let's get together and hang out. I always wanted to find a friend who can do that. You'd be surprised at what's out there. So this is just a call for you guys out there and girls, okay? Understand if you're not if you're not training your art for, for what you feel it's supposed to be used for, you're not gonna get anything. You know, you don't plant watermelon seeds hoping for oranges. You don't practice meditation hoping to learn how to throw a punch. You don't practice qigong hoping to learn how to throw a punch. You don't practice a tai chi form hoping to learn how to throw a punch. You practice sparring and the technique of throwing a punch to learn how to throw a punch. And sparring helps you find the various ways you can throw it to land, or at least offer a, a good amount of force in that punch so you can do some good damage so you don't get attacked or you don't get hurt anymore. You gotta be real about this. It's not about style versus style. It's truly about training methodology. Like for me, I'm not a super awesome fighter. I'm not even a, not a professional fighter. I just never chose to do that. No, I never decided to go on go on that route, but I'm not afraid to take a challenge. I'm not afraid of someone saying, hey, you know, let's spar, let's exchange a bit. Cool. You know, we're not doing it to kill each other, so, you know, tit for tat. He gives a few punches and lands a few, I land a few. We give and take, and, and it's mutual. Or it's a, I don't like your face, I want to fight you. And I'm the kind of person that says, all right, great, sign a waiver that if you go to the hospital, I don't have to cover your bills, and I'll do the same for you. You know, like, I'm not going to be held liable for someone's stupidity. If you don't like me, you don't like me, you'll just come and attack me. You know, if you want to square off and create this big challenge event, hey, be my guest, get some lawyers in there. And, uh, you know, let's get clear off our legal uh, obligations if one of us gets hurt. Because no matter who you are in a fight, you get hurt. You know, maybe a little sore here and there. Maybe someone lands a punch on you, maybe they don't. Big deal. fact is, you train. Train your meditation. You train your physical body. You train your 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 applications for fighting, and you get well rounded. 
meditation is an education. You, you learn your education. You learn to control your mind. You learn how to control your body. And you learn how to do things with your fighting application. And that's really it. So thanks, guys, for listening to me ramble for like 16 minutes. Um, hope you're all well. Uh, peace.